Hi, this is Connie Stevens. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen, welcoming you back to TV Confidential. Radio talk show about television that's pleased to welcome Ms. Dawn Wells, the actress known around the world literally and figuratively as Mary Ann Summers on Gilligan's Island, the classic TV series created by Sherwood Schwartz that celebrates its 50th anniversary on television this fall. Of course, most of us know Dawn from television, but she is also an accomplished stage actress as well as a speaker, author, teacher, producer, and the chairwoman of the Terry Lee Wells Foundation, which focuses on women and children in northern Nevada. Dawn has a new book out called What Would Marianne Do?, she also has several appearances lined up across the country over the next few weeks. We'll tell you all about that and more in just a second. First, Don Wells, welcome to TV Confidential. Thank you. Who is that person you are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, she's not lying by the pool, is she? <laughs> she? No, no, no. She certainly is not, she certainly is not uh, uh, lounging by the pool. You know, it's interesting. Uh, we're talking before we called you. I was telling Tony and Donna that uh, Marianne, at least when you first got the script, you know, to do to do Gilligan, Marianne was the least defined character going into the show, so it was really up to you to breathe life into her. And so in that respect, her values were your values, and your values are what you share with readers in your new book. Well, and it's interesting, because I was raised in Reno, Nevada, where there's gambling and divorce and 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 prostitution that's legal and and i was raised in that community where marianne came from winfield kansas but my mother raised a marianne i mean there were manners and there were things that you did and didn't do and there was responsibilities that you were given and my parents were divorced my father and stepmother lived in las vegas my mother lived in reno and my my stepparent adopted children when i was 14 or 15 so i had a handle in, in in raising them we lost my father when they were quite young and i had a a handle in doing that, and I realized what was osmosis for me really is what was Marianne. I mean, Marianne was the moral compass of the island. She, nobody bullied Gilligan. We always tried to help the skipper lose weight. She was fair. She would pitch in and do her job. She's kind of cute in those shorts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, somebody dressed me in a cute costume. I wasn't in the gingham dress all the time. But it, it really did represent a lot, and the reason I wrote the book is the relationship with my fans over the years. I do these autograph shows around and personal appearances and things, and I raised a good generation, almost three generations. I mean, I raised you from the time you were 30 on. Mm-hmm. You know, I went through the Pentagon a couple of years ago, and all the four-star generals were coming out of their office, and somebody said to me, I've been in the military for 20 years. I don't get all those coins. I said, you don't get it. They're bombing Iraq, but I was their first crush. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, because you... Marianne would have been your friend and attainable. You had to be pretty sophisticated to go for Ginger, you know. So I, I was—I was not only your best friend, I might have been your first girlfriend. What, what I love—what I love about your book, "What Would Marianne Do?" is, is we're, we're, we're saying. I was telling you this before we, uh, we before we start recording. There is something for. I mean, it is. It is. It is a book. For women, uh, and and you apply some of the values you applied to Marianne to to women today. So, it it is a book for women, but um, every chapter, I you know I, I got something out of it except for the one on beauty. I mean that that one I you know the, the beauty and makeup that one didn't didn't quite resonate with me. But <laughs> but there's a lot of common sense values, and as I said before, 
I found myself nodding in agreement a lot, and I found myself stopping to think a lot because, I mean, like, for example, you, one of the things you talk about is language. Now, when my shows first started, it was Internet only. I'm now on AM and Internet, but I was first Internet only. And with Internet, you can say anything, and it doesn't matter because standards don't apply. But my thinking is just because you can say something on the Internet doesn't mean you should. And in that respect, you know, that, that reflects what you're talking about, is that just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. Well, and one of the things I talk about, too, is, you know, nowadays with all the Internet, with families mixed, I mean, there's divorced kids and, and both parents have to work. It's not just the mom and dad like Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's much more difficult. And, and it's much more difficult for a parent or even you as a young adult to kind of monitor what you do because all that stuff you see becomes then worldwide. Whatever you've done, every mistake goes worldwide. And, and we are so preoccupied with the $500 purse and what the Kardashians are doing and this reality shows of housewives kind of taking you out of your responsibility of your own life. And, and I'm trying to say no matter whether you're a divorced woman on your own again, whether you're a, a, a guy trying to be parent to your children on the weekends, whether you're a new mom, all of those things apply to where are we going. In Gilligan's Island, there were seven people from all walks of life trying to get along. Well, now the whole world is trying to get along. And I feel that you, at whatever age you are, have a responsibility to your comrades around you, to your work ethic, to civilization, so to speak. And the more you develop who you are and the right side of things, the easier it is to be. I mean, I think it's extremely tempting for a 13 or 14-year-old girl or boy. I keep saying this in front of kids. It's okay for your parents to go through your drawers. It's okay. It's all right. You shouldn't be hiding anything there they shouldn't see. Uh, And my mother knew where I was every single second of my life. Even when I was 60, I was walking through the airport in in Sydney, and a pilot said, aren't you Marianne? I said, yes. He said, your mother's been looking for you all day. (laughs) All I can think of is what was she doing, calling the tower? (laughs) (laughs) You know, how did she find me? But she did. So I guess I knew in, in the essence of me, I was being watched, judged uh, as, as a child. Not, not critically, but to mind my manners or to do what I was told. doesn't mean you don't break the rules. I don't mean that. But one of the things that I'm most proud of is that little bit about drinking. You can't tell your 20-year-old kid not to take a drink. He's going to take a drink anyway. So what do you say? Come on and drink all you want. My father, when I was about 14, said, here's a liquor cabinet, I want you to taste it. And, of course, he gave me a shot of bourbon, which tasted so awful you never wanted it. So, so what I suggest is know what you're drinking. If you're going to a party or going somewhere, know it's a rum and coke. Yeah. Know you can take a half a shot instead of a whole shot. Don't drink punch, you don't know what it is, and you don't know what's in a drug. My, 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 take a pill or sniff something, you don't know what it is because you don't know what's going to happen. One of my favorite lines in the book relates to alcohol, which is, if, if, if you don't know what the drink is, if it has a fancy name like Long Island Iced Tea or Sex on the Beach, you know, uh, say no. Rather, stick to something that you know, as you say, that you know what the ingredients are, like bourbon and branch water or, or gin and tonic. Yeah, I mean, I think, and, and I'm not encouraging drinking, but if you no. have to and you feel you're going to be the outcast if you don't, then be knowledgeable. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the way about everything. I mean, if you know how to treat an elderly person, if you know how to treat, if you're the new one on a staff, not to be belligerent. I mean, it's the rules of life. And I think that's kind of what Marianne indicated on the series. Okay, well, I think she was just kind of practical about everything. She was very practical. 
Attention real estate investors. Do you need cash immediately? If you own one or multiple rental properties, you can use your equity to get cash out fast. The best part is we don't need tax returns or even a good credit score. At America's Loan Source, we are not a bank and we don't have bank rules. We make the decisions to loan you money and there's no limit how much we can give you. Some clients have gotten as much as $500,000 or more within days. Use the money any way you want. If you own one rental property or a hundred and COVID has left you in a cash crunch, we can help you turn your equity into fast cash. Call now for details and close in as little as 10 days and get the cash you need. 800-475-4261. 800-475-4261. 800-475-4261. That's 800-475-4261. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.